Einen guten Tag. Episode Nummer 74. Just messing. Alright. Here we are. Episode number 74 of Stream of Thought. And here we are with Victor and I starting the conversation about... You know, Victor has had uh, had a rough couple of... You know what? We're restarting this. Why? Because no, I'm, you no. were doing great. Well... What are you talking about? You started off... Okay, so this is how we start things off. So, we I went to go see Black Panther. We talked a little bit about that and just my the obstacles that I experienced in making an attempt to get to the movie theater and watch that movie. And the fact that Victor was able to get into Black Panther in a bad mood and leave saying... It's a great movie. It's a great movie. But... And then we're not going to tell you why. So you have to listen to oh, it. So oh, it, it, it's a great movie. It's kind of heart-wrenching. But, but then we uh, we end up talking about uh, powerful moments oh, in yeah. movie... Uh, the, what the, is it, the, what is it you, that makes you like moved yes, when you see when you a walk film? Out of a movie and you say, wow. Things, wow, things that things are... Things that blow you away. Just really, there there are those seminal moments think. in yes. uh, in cinematic history, and was Black Panther one of those moments? I feel like Victor pretty much sums it up in his assessment. But I I feel like you know what we kind of are on the sort of star studded celebrity type yeah. episode for this exactly. this one because we, talk, we got we Jimmy Kimmel and the, Oscar, the Oscars, Oscars right with your this year Shuri's Theron. Oh, stop. Charlie's Theron. Charlie's Theron. So talk a little about her and right. the link that she that Rick sent me that she was on a show that I didn't watch yet because I was sleeping when he YouTube, sent me. YouTube, baby. Where she's eating like hot wings and being interviewed at the same time or something along those lines. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that's, that's the type of stuff that we talk about on this episode for number 74, Stream of Thought. We hope you enjoy. So, did I tell you that last week I went to go see, I was planning to go see Black Panther, and then last night I decided not to, and I saw the movie I, Tanya with Margot Robbie, which is a fucking awesome movie. Oh, really? It's yeah, really, that's about it, uh, Tanya a, Harding it is and a kick-ass movie. Nancy Kerrigan, right? Yeah, Where, mostly about Tanya Harding. Yeah, pretty much, though. But is, is it about the conflict, or is yeah. it about the, her yeah. uh, it's everything uh, before, Tanya yeah. Harding's whole life? Or it, what it, is it? It starts with her being a little kid. Okay, so it's like a, a, it's a biography. Yeah, exactly. But, film. dude, it is a kick-ass okay. movie with a kick-ass soundtrack. Okay, well, define kick ass soundtrack. So, I feel on, like you have a very particular taste in sound. All right, whatever. Okay, fine. A lot of like classic rock, like 70s, okay. 80s yeah. music. Just to clarify. And um, I decided not to, and I watched I, Tanya instead. And I'm thinking to myself, I'm so happy I watched this movie because this is a really great movie. And then I decided, um, you know, I should probably go see. Your, your thing is off, dude. I'm noticing. When I, I should probably go see when I'm speaking like this right now. Yeah. Do the same thing to your mic, and you'll see there's not the Just same. Speaking stuff. like this. Speak close to it like that. Just say something what into you your to mic. Say? Just talking into my mic. Talking into my mic. Just talking into my mic. Why is it softer? I don't know. I can't figure it out. Why is it softer over here? Let's do this. 
technical difficulty, but we had to switch out the microphones because mine was looking all fucked Please up. Please excuse this emergency so broadcasting now? system. Is it better now? Testing, yeah. No, okay. it's good now. So it was the mic good for you. So it was the it microphone. It was probably the microphone. I don't know. Well, good. I'm That's glad interesting. we, we, we so, are problem solvers. Uh, okay, so yeah. I went to go see Black Panther. You did? And I, when I went to go see, I actually did see it. Oh, no, I didn't oh, just, oh like, okay. It wasn't so like, it wasn't so you like, went to go see I, Tanya earlier or well, yeah on like tuesday i think it was and then you decided to go see black panther afterwards and then i saw black panther yesterday yeah on the next day okay or something yeah. like that yeah and so but i'm trying to figure out my like i want to see black panther but at the same time i had like a lot going on that day and i didn't know if like timing would work out between the when the movie would end and catching the train and preparing for this audition and then also this film that i had to do and so I go to the Glen, and I'm like, well, if this movie ends right on time, I should be able to make my train. And I'm, like, almost running late to the movie, but not really. Just just at the Glen, five minutes away. And I'm planning to park my car at the train station. And so I park my car at the train station, but I had to park it on the side that has the gazebo on it. So I have to park, and there's no parking except in the middle of the tracks, which I have to walk my ass all the way around... It's a good you know? city block walk to yes. get to where you need to yeah. go. I mean, so I walk my ass all deceptively the way around, far. all the way around, and um, and I get to the. There was a train that was going by, and so I'm standing there as I'm walking up to the train tracks. There's a person standing there, and okay, I get it, safety, you know, especially like if you're in a car. But if you're walking, like you can like don't stop me from going about my day. Because you're not walking across the tracks until the fucking gate goes all the way up. What do you mean? Like, was he blocking your way? Like, I don't get what you're... It was awkward. Paint the the picture. Paint the picture. So, as I was walking up... Verbally. Don't don't, don't (laughs) point to the ground because no one can fucking see that. So, tell tell in words. Describe in words. Paint paint the scene. Okay. Okay, Do you want me to paint the scene? No, I got this. All right. Good. Then do it. I'm right now... There's a train finishing up, and as the train is finishing up, the gates are still down. I am walking up to the train tracks, walking parallel with the train tracks right now. So the train is going past. I'm walking in the opposite direction. Towards a uh, a crossing. Correct. Towards a pedestrian crossing. At that crossing, the gate starts to lift up. Correct. But the gate, the way that it's designed, the hinge of the gate is closest to me. So, right? So as I'm walking up... I'm still parallel with it, so as the gate is coming up, it's almost coming up towards me. There's right? a larger, uh, like, metallic yes. hinge yes. that yes. ends up taking up a, a ton more yes. space than you might think, but basically it blocks a good so, foot or two of pedestrian so, space. Yeah. And so then what I have to do is, there's a person standing there, so I have to almost walk around this person to start to go under the gate, Right. But the person is standing there, and I'm, like, trying to go under the gate as it's coming up, which there's enough space. Assuming that if they were moving assuming forward. Assuming, exactly. If they started to walk theirs forward, clearly the, it there would, aren't it any would, trains going by. You would have enough space to be able to, like, this sco- makes scooch me think of, yes. This makes me think of those if people in California, in L.A., that will stand there, even if there's no traffic going by, they will not cross the street unless the little white 
person starts blinking, saying that you can cross the street, even though there is no traffic. I hear they're like police laws. Yeah, dude, you get ticket for though. you get a ticket for jaywalking if you cross the street when the, when yeah, it says why not would to anyone walk. Anyone want to live in fucking even- California? <laughs> Seriously, right? Anyway, this dumb bitch was pissing me off. <laughs> anyway, so anyway, I guess. Oh, I thought it was a guy. I don't know. Wow, you did a really good non-gender discrimination right there. Good for you. I get to the, I get to the movie theater, and I buy my ticket and I sit down, and it's it hasn't started. To Black Panther. It's and I yes to Black Panther. The Marvel tentpole. And I realize twenty eighteen. And I realize I don't have my phone with me, and I'm like crap because right when this movie you can't watch Black Panther unless you have your phone with you. Right when this movie ends. I'm supposed to catch the train. And so I'm like, crap, I need to go back to my car. I go back to my car pissed off because I have to walk my ass all the way around again. My phone's not there, which means it's at my house, which means I drive my ass all the way back to my house, get back in my car, driving like 50 miles an hour Are down. Are kidding me? Wait, this is <laughs> what time? How much time do you have when you walk in before the movie starts? Like five to seven minutes. What? Yeah. Five so you maybe. dash out of there, you get back to your car, you speed to your house, you speed back, and then you get back, You, you I'm assuming you dash back to the theater, and in how many minutes are you able to accomplish this? Five minutes. Are you kidding me? Really? Five to six minutes. But I get back. Dude, I'm coming, I, this is why I just. Because this, okay. because I had to get my phone because I. Safety. No, because I was going downtown on the train right after the movie. I wasn't going to have time after the movie to go home okay. because the way the train schedule was. And I had to have my phone because I had the address for where I was going to okay. go shoot this student film. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And it's the guy's phone number just in case something happens. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. So for I sure. had to have the phone. Okay. So, I mean, that I think puts us a little perspective. Yeah. I supposed to, you're just being reckless because no, you No, if I forgot my phone, like, it was just a normal day. Fuck it. I would have waited and just. Well, that's why I was it. like, yeah. huh, what, a, what an interesting story. But I get story, back. Yeah, no. And to I save time, I okay. park on the yeah. side that yep. the yep. movie theater's on. And of course, there's no, no parking where. It is closest to park. And I didn't realize, but there was parking on the other side, but I didn't realize the parking on the other side closest to Main Street is metered parking. So I'm like, fuck this. I park there anyway, knowing that I'm probably going to leave just a couple minutes early to drive my ass all the way around the train tracks so that I don't get a ticket while I'm downtown Chicago because it's a three-hour max. You know what I'm saying? So I'm, I walk into the movie and I can't see anything because it's totally dark and my rods and cones are adjusted like if the sun was out because I was outside. So I like bump into the chair, sit down. I'm fucking pissed off at the movies. By I don't the way, know. can I just say rods and cones? Yeah. And you just – for scientific. It's the shit in your eyes that help you see. So I, I walk into the movie theater pissed off because uh, – I can't see anything, and the movie has started, and it's maybe about, I don't know. It could be anywhere from 10 seconds in to, you know, five minutes in. It's the, it's the very beginning scene when they've got the dad, the uncle, and, the, and the, this other guy, right? And I'm, I'm just like, I, this movie's ruined. This movie's mm-hmm. fucking ruined. Mm-hmm. If I can't watch the movie from the beginning, mm-hmm. it's ruined. Mm-hmm. And normally, I enjoy sitting down and watching previews because I just love watching to see what else, what's coming up. But it didn't bother me that I missed the previews because I'd just seen the same previews two days before watching I, Tanya, you know? And so I sit down, and I'm just like, I have no idea what's going on. Fucking A. This is just... Ugh. I was quite irked. And 
the movie proceeds. I calm down. And I watch the movie. And I'm like, oh, well, this is... A few times I was like, oh. Well, I haven't seen this in a, in a done in a movie before. This is pretty interesting. This is cool. And then by the time that they're doing the... Because uh, I walked in kind of like disgruntled. Like, yeah, no. Absolutely you know distracted. And I like, walk in disgruntled. Yeah, just thinking yeah, you're just like, like, all right, Marvel. Let's screw see, it. Like, let's yeah. see what you got. Yeah, it's like... I'm going to see this movie. Like, my day's be- already fucked up. Like, just <laughs> add to my <laughs> fucked up day right now. Like, show me I'm, a shitty movie. Like, I'm show me something I'm going to complain about. Not because I want to, but because of all the hype. Yeah, right? exactly. So... I'm watching this movie, and when they're doing the scene where he's being um, the the ceremony where he becomes king, and then Baku challenges him, and that scene is happening, and so I'm like, okay, this is all right. I'm having a good time right now. This is pretty cool. This is pretty cool. And I'm watching the movie, and very fun movie to watch. You know, a lot of cool action scenes, a lot of stuff with like technology that's never you've never really seen in movies before. Uh. It ended, and it ended on time, and uh, I was able to catch the train. But I thought to myself, you know what? I could have never seen this movie ever in my lifetime, and I would have been okay. It was a cool movie. It was fun to watch. I don't see what all the hype is about. Wow. Wow. So you run counter to the 97% Rotten Tomatoes score on the internet? You are going against the internet? Are you a Russian bot? Like, tell me, okay, tell me, are you a Russian bot? This is what I. This is what I did enjoy the the interweaving of black culture. I thought that was really great. Especially my favorite scene was at the end when Michael B. Jordan says, "Like, I don't want to like what do you say? Bury me with my ancestors in the ocean. They knew it was better to be dead than to be held in bondage." I was like, "Oh fuck." Damn, that was a sweet line. So I enjoyed that, you know, and it was visually pleasing. But again, I think this is just one, because I feel like this about all of the Marvel movies. Like, okay, cool, fun movie. I don't understand why they're so fucking great. Yeah, they're cool. They're not like that amazing of movies, though. No, I understand. Um,. I I would say like okay so I understand I understand why a movie like that would get such a high review right it is it is uh exciting it it has the mission impossible type feel of like the constant action and adrenaline yes. really good acting really funny at the times it needs to be funny really serious at the times it needs to be serious it like moves you it makes you feel emotion and stuff like that and then there's the added component of race it was a pretty much primarily black cast that was in black panther and so you had the component of the black community saying like for the first time a tentpole studio has chosen to make a major film that stars an underrepresented group in Hollywood, mm-hmm. basically. And so that's an added dynamic that you really, I mean, you've never seen a, a major studio give complete creative control to a to a black director to do whatever they want, including hire and direct with an pretty much um, entirely black cast. Like, that just it doesn't happen. And the fact that it, it was able to embrace, uh, it wasn't, it like, it didn't, like, colonize black culture. It embraced the uniqueness of the Af- African heritage without mm-hmm. saying like, without trying to like manipulate it with 
mainstream culture and if that makes sense yeah. right so it was very it was it was very independently directed and you could tell that but in regards to its originality and uniqueness in the story itself like i feel i i felt the same way about wonder woman right is that yeah you know i understand why it receives a 95 plus rating on rotten tomatoes but there's nothing really unique or special about it that's going to yes. stick out in my mind that I'm going to be like, there was this moment that really changed. Like, there are certain movies where I can point out moments that really made me reconsider things about life. Like, as stupid as it may seem, uh, Nicolas Cage's Lord of War. Yeah. The end when he the- tells Ethan Hawke, like, this is exactly what's going to happen. And then the the U.S. general, whoever it is... Tells them and that it verbatim was him what happens. Yeah, yeah. That, that it's the story spoiler alert. Uh, <laughs> spoiler alert. Yeah. That that it's a story about this uh, this uh, arms runner who basically builds his way up to get into the U.S. government and, and integrates himself, but finally gets caught mm-hmm. doing these illegal arms runs and is. Uh, like it builds you up to his life. It looks like is about to collapse and fall apart, and in uh, in that moment, he's like. No, I'm gonna walk out of here. And yeah, it's all gonna be okay, and you're you're gonna get a call, and it's all gonna be okay. Pat on the back, good and we're gonna get a Thank yeah, you you're gonna get a pat on the back, and you're yeah. gonna move on, and that's gonna be the way the world works. And it happened, and I'm just like, yeah, that is like reality at its most raw, like as as cinematized as, as it may have been. It was a perfect representation, I think, of the way that certain aspects of the world work and it was so perfectly portrayed because it built you up like he's gonna lose everything it's this character Mm -hmm. downfall of like it's what happens to this to this seemingly noble individual who becomes corrupted by power and influence what happens to them they fall and it spun it because it was like he doesn't fall yeah he in fact rises and continues on his way and it was a subversion and so moments like that in film you can remember and you can be like, yes, I, I can point to that as something that is like a perfect example of some way that the world works. I didn't really feel that way with Black Panther. I didn't really feel that way with Wonder Woman. Like, there, they were, it was a phenomenal action film. It was very entertaining and enjoyable to watch, very funny. But like you said, nothing really that you would take away with that as right as one of those moments that you log away in your movie history. Yes. Like, and I learned yeah, about you know, myself. There wasn't, there wasn't one of those. And I learned things. a little something about myself too. Again, just to compliment what you're saying exactly. I'm not saying, you know, I'm not trying to suppress the, the, um, the cultural significance this movie has on the black community or just America in general and minorities. Like I get that, but again, I didn't walk away like just astounded at how phenomenal of a movie this was. I was just like, okay, cool. Saw the movie, action. It was fun. Whatever. And to to be fair to the movie of what it would be capable of doing, you know, you figure you can only do so much, right? This was this was a revolutionary step in itself in being what it was with a primarily black cast directed by a, a African American director and. Just everything about it was very culturally significant. You can't insert those cinematic dynamics that subvert, like, cinematic norms, like twists and plot and stuff like that, and also be able to 
fully appreciate the cultural significance of the film itself. So you can't be like, this is a revolutionary movie because of its plot twists and stuff like that, and this is a revolutionary Um, movie because it's uh, all of its cultural significance mm -hmm. as well. Like, you you have to pick and choose. And so, unfortunately, because we don't have any other modern-day examples of movies that are like Black Panther, we... You can't really, you can't really insert those moments of awe and wonder of just cinematic like or directing brilliance that you would be able to in another sort of mainstream movie. I also don't know how many people are just like super super into superheroes. Like I'm not. Like I think it's a cool concept, but like I'm not. Like suit, like gung ho on superheroes. I le- I like that was something that I thought, and then after watching Black Panther, it just kind of reaffirmed. Like, nope, yeah, with Thor and the Avengers and Hulk, Spider Man, Iron Man, all these fucking movies, they're cool to watch, they're fun to watch, but I'm not on the superhero train. Yes, and I I think that's a category to itself because as like as you were talking, I except thinking, Batman, I like Batman a lot, but I like the bat. My th- I, I prefer Batman, uh, like the Riddler and uh, the old school oh Batman from the nineties, Michael Keaton as well <laughs> over the. But it's a different. Keaton, it's a different yeah, taste. Yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. a different. It's entirely different taste. Mm-hmm. But I like Batman. But like, I'm not even like like balls to the walls for Batman. But you look at you look at uh, things that are not superhero related. Uh, recently, in the past couple of years, you have Get Out, for example, mm, which was, was just awesome. a phenomenal so movie in so many great. different ways, and that was really able to embrace all of the eccentricities of both creative film directing as well as the racial and cultural components that just fused everything together, and it's like. That leaves you in awe. Like, that's a movie that I would walk away from, like, wow, I totally remember the plot yeah. of that. I remember, like, I remember the dude running, like, in the, the night. Dude like running, you, yeah. Like, like, what is going there on? There are so many moments where it's just like, yeah, no, totally. When he discovers the pictures of her with her previous Flipping boyfriend. Flipping through and them like, in the cabinet underneath. what? Yes, at the moment of revelation and realization. It's like, as he's trying to get out and... And then the satisfaction when he rams the deer horns into... Oh, yeah. And he's got also, like, in, the, I think he's got, like, a pool ball when he arm. smashes it over that guy's head. Yeah. Yeah. That was a fun movie. So there, it was a fun movie. And and so it, it was... That was a movie that I walked out and I was like, wow, I got to see that again. And that, that was so like, great. I mean, I'm so sad it didn't win Best Picture. Could he, yeah. Because it was really just... It was memorable. It was fun. It was accessible to everyone. Like, yes. anybody and everyone could watch it and just be like, this is a fun movie. I like, really, regardless. really wanted him to win all three of those awards. Best Picture, uh, Best know. Original Screenplay, and Best Directing. That would have been so fucking awesome. Did you watch the uh, the ceremonies? I recorded them. and I, Oh, funny story. So I recorded them last year, too. I think... I can't remember the last time I actually sat down and watched the whole thing. Um, I don't think I've ever done that. I don't. I've but never. But I record it. I record it, and then what I do is I watch it after it's been recorded, and it only takes me about forty-five minutes to an hour to watch, including the mon- the opening monologue and the categories that I actually care to see. You know, uh, no disrespect to best costume design or like editing but i just don't care about that i really only care about do you the, watch the in memor- memoriams uh so i sometimes yeah actually i do 
Yeah, I don't think I watched it this I time. Actually, I actually, I think I most, think most I, years that I, I actually And I watched the performances, those. but this year I didn't care about any of the original songs, so I didn't care. I didn't watch any of the performances. I think I watched the memoriam. Obviously, I watched Anytime Jimmy Kimmel was talking, and of course I had to watch that. But I really only like want to see Best Picture, Best Director, Leading Actor, Actress, Supporting Actor, Actress, and the Screenplays. Original and best adapted, and maybe like. One Did you have categories. any particular? But this is what yeah. happens. Yeah. So I'm I'm getting near the end, right? And I'm like, oh no, the Oscars I think went maybe three and a half hours. It's only scheduled for three. So I watch about an hour of this, and I don't even get to see what I really wanted to watch: best director, best picture, best actor, best actress. What? The fuck? So you totally missed it. So, and I totally missed why it. Why would you not, like, that's one of those one I don't know why. I didn't, I, you understand. Like, you can, no matter what you do, you always record an hour later. Yeah, you can add be. an extension. Always, I don't know. You I don't know. always add an extension. Especially for live events. You will always, and like, if you're doing a sporting event, if you're doing a ceremony, if you're doing a awards thing, you always add the freaking hour. I don't know why I didn't do that. And then I realized Come on, man. after I did that, after I did that, I was like, "Well, I have to just look on the internet now." And I thought, you know what, I, I really don't need to put myself through this again next year. I can just totally not watch the Oscars and look on the internet. I don't want to do that, but it's not worth wasting an do hour. Do you of my remember time. last year? Yeah, last year was great. Last did was, you watch it? Of course, as it happened. Yeah. Yeah. You watched it as I, that. I don't think I saw it as it happened. Last year, last year and the year before, it was great because I was recording it and I was doing something. and I came back and I started to watch it. And this while, was the year they they false yeah, they, or they they announced the. And I started to watch it. Lala, I started to watch it, and then I was able to catch up to it while it was still being live. Fast forwarding through a bunch of stuff, so it was perfect because like when Leo won his award, I think. I caught up to it, and I was able to watch the last 15 to 20 minutes live as it was happening. So that was pretty cool. Dude, that's and one I of think, those and cultural the same thing, moments. And the same thing, oh happened, the same okay. thing happened last wow. year where I'm watching it, and I got to a certain point. What, and like, do you I, remember what you were thinking as it was happening? Like, I, yeah, no! I thought no, to myself, I'm sorry. No, Best picture. Way. I could not believe this was happening. I, it was, it was one of those where you're on the Moonlight, edge of your seat. You won, and your jaw this isn't a joke. Your jaw is this just isn't a dropped, joke. and you're just like it says here. What? And then and then the the producers come out and they're like, actually, it was yeah. a mistake. Well, I remember I was listening to the when Jimmy Kimmel I think did Nerdist. I think he asked him like, at what point did you realize like things had gone wrong? He's like, well, when I saw the stage manager walk out on stage with his headset on and he was like, I realize this guy doesn't belong up there. I should probably get up and say something. <laughs> yeah. I remember that interview. My too. favorite, yeah. that yeah. opening monologue that he does and what price water Cooper, whatever the hell their name is. And they, they made a statement like we are, our single devotion is to make sure we get it right or whatever, something along those lines. And <laughs> Jimmy Kim was just like, so what have you been doing the last 89 years? <laughs> <laughs> That's your only job. <laughs> oh, 
Yeah. What do you think of Jimmy Kimmel? What, do you? How do you know him? What do you know him from? I remember. So I never. I never watched the Man Show, but I remember him doing the, the Man, Man Show. show. That's where with I Adam remember Carolla. him. Yeah. From. With who? With Adam Carolla. Carolla. The Man Show. So he got his That's Jimmy, where I remember. Yes. Jimmy Kimmel got his. I was trying to remember yeah. before he was on Late Night. I was yeah. like, he came from somewhere, but I couldn't remember where. The he Man had, Show. He had yes. started in radio, and he's like fucking around at this radio station. That's why I started. Not like he messed around. He was messing around at this radio station, and they said they did some gimmick on the radio. And then a guy came to the radio station and was like, oh, yeah, like, I'm here because you were mentioning something on the radio the other night. He's like, oh, well, no, you, you can just, like, call in. You don't actually have to be here. But, uh, okay, well, since you're here, come on in and we'll talk. And it was Adam Carolla. And somehow Adam Carolla got involved. I don't know if he was on the radio or what, but that's how he got to know Jimmy Kimmel. And then just, like, one thing led to another, and uh, and they started doing the man show. I can't remember what – Jimmy Kimmel did after the Man Show, but then of course one thing after another, and then he was doing talk show, and then they asked him to do the Oscars. I would, I wish he would do it again next year. He's great. He have you have you paid attention? I don't know if you've seen that he's been making headlines in the national news for what when his son was. Born. Oh right, yeah, yeah, you that. yeah you yeah. heard about that, and then, there was a week where he did, didn't do the show because I think he had to go. He was in the hospital, and like I think Jennifer Lawrence was a guest host, and then the next day was maybe Margot Robbie, and the next day after that was someone else. It was like for a whole week, Bruce Willis, maybe I don't know, I can't remember, but that happens sometimes. And like someone, but you're totally right, by the way. I have no idea when they step. It was like for a whole week, but that's happened on Letterman and Jay Leno, I think too. And for some reason, they can't do the show; they just bring in a celebrity to to be a guest host. I have to say, dude, like from Chris Pratt was he did a night for okay, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah, from the from the frat boy persona that he had coming into late night television to where he is. Oh now. yeah, they mentioned that in the and he was like, I was never a a frat boy. I was never the type of guy that that they associated with my demographic that I had. I was never that type of guy. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, he always came off as a very like douchey like. I'm trying to, like, get a reaction yeah. type of person. Like, yeah, get a reaction. And those type of personalities tend to grade on individuals, myself included. And so when he came into late night, I was, like, very skeptical and whatever. But in the past couple of years especially, he's come out and he's made some very uh, salient points. And it, it, I feel like listening to him in his monologues, because now, guess what? The best part about YouTube is that even though they don't stri- stream the cable show or the the um I'm sorry the the show in its entirety the like mainstream CBS NBC like all those mainstream programs oh, don't they don't do the they night. they do the talk shows they do. don't stream the entire program no. on a single uh, video video on YouTube. However, there are other individuals who upload the, whole, the entire the whole, episode. Oh, nice. And the only thing is, is that they populate it with like as many ads as they can because they're pirate piraters. So mm-hmm. they're trying to make money off of it. But if you have an ad, an ad blocker or something like that, then it's not an issue. But 
Jimmy Kimmel is one of those that sort of pops up as the fully streamed live. And so I take advantage of that. I'm like, it, you know, I like what he has to say. So I'll listen to his monologue. They don't post it on YouTube. And I'm not going to go to ABC to watch his monologue or anything like that. He's a very enjoyable figure. He's a a very down-to-earth, relatable type person. The kind of person who you would, you know, see yourself having a beer with. Like somebody who just very... He'll listen and he'll be honest. I can't... There's something else I was going to say about him. About him? Um... But, oh, I remember, it wasn't necessarily about him, but the other person who I really enjoyed watching host the Oscars one year was Ellen DeGeneres. She was really great at uh, at hosting. And I liked when Jimmy, I think it was, I don't know, yeah, I think it was last year he was, when he was hosting, when they brought people in, like the tourists, they brought them into the Dolby Theater. Yes, yeah. And that I couldn't believe at this, that, but at the same time, I could. That one guy wasn't even present in the moment. He was just filming everything on his phone. And it's like, dude, you have Charlie Theron right in front of you. You have Denzel Washington right in front of you. Speaking you of Meryl sh- Streep right in front sh- of Shirley's you. Theron. I didn't get to watch that. You didn't get to watch no, it? Are dude, you kidding me? When you sent that to me, I was... I, dude, when you sent that to me, I Subject. was... Um, I had, like, just woken up. I was disoriented, and I fell back asleep. Are you fucking kidding me? No, you no. should have seen... What? The title of the text, which was... Wing, hot Wings or something like that? Sherry's... Charlie's, Charlie, Charlie's Theron. Your love. I know. Eating Hot Wings and blowing her mind on YouTube. Don't, don't ruin it for me. I'm I mean, it. it was just, it was delightful. It was, it was sensuous. It was, so no, seriously, pretty. actually, after watching it, I'll tell you this. After watching her interview, not interview, it's like a, it's a weird combo of interview slash game show type thing yeah. where you eat escalatingly hot hot wings uh-huh. and it's hosted by this guy who's been on uh, Stephen Colbert, okay. late night with Stephen Colbert. But the reactions is that, like he's able to get the true personality of people because when you get to the super hot ones, people are just like, yeah, like I can't even think it's so hot. And he's able to ask them questions and they just blurt out what is honestly on their mind. That's funny. And so I have seen probably dozens of his interviews with people who do. And so when she came on, I was like. Oh, well, this is going to be interesting because I know Victor's mentioned her yeah. as his potential future wife. <laughs> and so I watch, and I'm like, you know yeah. what? He's had crushes on celebrities before and like they turned out to be Charlie's total is- fucking bombs. Let me tell you. Oh, his crushes have just been absolute <laughs> disasters. Can we name some of them? On for celebrity crush? Wait, yeah, what are you talking? Celebrity crushes. But Charlie's Theron has been one that has been around for like fifteen plus years. And so I'm other like, ones. It's like are around for a season. You know, a few years. Exactly. Like Kate Bosworth so, is so one here, of them. I don't know. I don't know celebrities. And yeah. so all I go off of is what you tell me. And then I hear about them in the news, and they sort of like like burst out, and it's like they're they're supernova that just. Okay. Just poop everywhere. Who? And so Who? I'm like, I can't is, she, is, she, is, is, is Theron, Theron, right? Theron. Theron? Theron, Theron, whatever the fuck people want to Theron. say. It's, it's really pronounced, uh, oh my gosh, this makes me look so, uh, it's really pronounced in Afrikaans, uh, Tron. 
but it's Theron, Theron okay. in the Theron. American accent. Theron. Okay. This is so funny. No, 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 this no. Is so I want to make sure that it's like I'm okay. pronouncing it properly. Go Theron, ahead. Theron, right? I say Theron. Theron. Some people say Theron. Okay. It's, so, I think she says in American, she says it Theron. I'm glad you tell me because Theron. So yeah. after listening to – it was about a 22-minute long segment. And after listening to everything she had to say after she experienced the spice-inducing like – extreme pain and trauma uh, that you could like see in her face, the sweat pouring down her face, like all this and just her being authentically her. I was like, I can see why Victor appreciates this (laughs) because honestly, wow, not only, not only could she handle the most spicy of wings more competently than most of the men on the Uh show that have ever come on. Like, you got these tough guy rappers who come on. (laughs) 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 I can't do this. And then you have her, so like, oh, this is hot. You suck. Like, and it's like, but for her to keep the composure that she did and just the calm, like, cool, just, and her relatability is just, I'm having a conversation right now. I'm able to engage with you. And you saw that it didn't change when it started from the very most mild where mm. it's just like habanero or like a sriracha or whatever. Yeah. And uh, she starts off being very friendly. And then you normally see as it progresses what people's real personalities are yeah. like. If they're just like, fuck, I'm here just for the money. Like, yeah. I can't believe I'm fucking here. Yeah. Kind of thing. <laughs> There's just people who are like – Oh, damn, like, this is a challenge. Yeah. Like, I want to beat this challenge. And she was one of those people who was like, I want to beat this challenge. And it was – like, she went through 80% of the the sauces before she did anything. And normally it's like 50%. People are like, yeah, so okay. high. And okay. she, like, until it came to the last, like, three sauces, she was just like, yeah, no, this is cool. Like, I'm just having a conversation. Didn't show any reaction or anything. Like I have – great admiration for a person who's able to keep that composure in that situation. So, after the whole thing was said and done, she was just very impressive. She was a very impressive person. And I, it makes me want to watch her movies now. <laughs> so, you gotta I'm, watch... I'm very interested you, you gotta watch um, the very first film I remember of hers, I saw in theaters when I was a kid, was Mighty Joe Young. Uh, and It was Mighty Joe Young and uh but some ones that I've really Who's that with that was it's with uh Bill Paxton. Bill Paxton recently passed away I think a couple of years ago. Bill Paxton you probably most remember him from. He was the guy who was conducting the search for the Titanic in the movie Titanic. He was the guy that was interviewing Rose when she was older. You would recognize him for sure. But um there but Mighty Joe Young is like a Disney kids movie. Uh but a million ways to a million ways to die in the West, dude. You gotta watch that. It's with uh, it's with uh, Seth MacFarlane wrote and directed it, and he's in the movie. Really? It is, it is so funny. It is so damn funny. A million ways to die in the West. It is so damn funny. I'll listen to this later and I'll remember. And uh, a million ways to die in the West. Okay. Um, Eon Flux that came out when we were in high school. Oh, right? I so, saw that. You saw that yeah. one. I don't think she, I don't think she liked that movie. Hated that movie. Really? Hated that movie. Why did you hate it? It was cartoonish. It was just very like 
non-believable in any sense of the word. It, yeah, it was it's very science like, fiction. It was very, like, like, surreal and abstract okay. and all that, which is cool and stuff, but I want, like, actual, some sort of grounding okay. in reality. It yeah. had no grounding. If I remember correctly, I think I was listening to an interview where she was even like, oh, Young Flux. Uh, I it don't was, know. It was not a well um, movie either. She did, oh, Young Adult is a real good one. Young Adult and... North Country, which we talked about. North Country, she was nominated for an Academy Award. She didn't win. I'm too afraid to watch Monster because she's a monster in Monster, and I don't know if I can watch her. Oh, that. that's the one that's where she won the, the freaking crazy the serial killer. Yeah, I've heard nasty things about that. And, I've heard uh, that's a really traumatic movie to watch. And, monster, rated R, right? Yeah, and Trapped was one. Uh... There was another movie that she had done that was, oh, with Keanu Reeves, it was The Devil's Advocate. Keanu Reeves and Al Pacino, The Devil's Advocate, The Yards. What am I, I'm just going to, just, you can, we're going to be here all day. Uh, So you can look up her filmography and I can, I can put a star next to the ones that I really, really thought were great. And then you can go back and watch the other ones. Otherwise, I'm just going to keep talking and talking and talking and talking about her films, which are amazing. <laughs> okay. That's cool. No, I'm enjoying this. This is... But yeah. Is, yeah. If you... Yeah. Now you can understand why I have such a huge crush on her. Right? No, I really she do. She has such an that. attractive personality. No, as she was talking. As she was talking. Like, the, her mannerisms and everything. Like that, I'm like, holy shit. That's Victor. If he was a famous a person famous and a person. woman, this would be She's who he super was. Down to earth and cool. Because she was just like, like fuck this, like or like whatever. Right? Like she was just very yeah. in the moment, like responsive yeah. and just not overthinking anything and just being the person she is. And I'm like, I see why Victor likes this yeah. person because she is not scripted. She is not meek. She's or real. Mild. She is real. Yeah. She is damn real. She's real. Yes. And so uh, that was just posted today, actually. The day that we are filming this episode. However, that, that the, wing, chicken the wing thing, thing that I sent you. Okay, yeah, cool. The hot wings. Um, I'll have to watch that. Cherie's Theron. Theron. Cherie's Theron. 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 It's um. <laughs> so funny that you mentioned that. Well, because I noticed that like, yes, yes, you know what? I'll give it a shot. This is Victor's future wife. And then I realized <laughs> she was married and has kids. No, she's not married. Yes, she is. No, she's not. What? No, she's not. Oh, she has kids. She has two adopted kids. Oh, okay. Maybe that's why I interpreted that she was married. No. All right, fine. I'm uh, sorry. I didn't mean to offend you. No, I'm not offended. No, what are you talking about? Absolutely not. I could tell. Absolutely not. Um, I was just disappointed that you didn't do your research and n- already know that I didn't, I'm, you know, Rick's, I'm just disappointed that you made assumptions. <laughs> well, you know me, man. Um, no, it's cool. Uh, until next time. <laughs> <laughs>